0: Today's podcast brought to you by Jolt. Make progress. Not excuses. Dream big. Get massive results. I'll give one more illustration. I don't like to give it. I don't know how I ever fell into the habit. Indeed, it was first given offhand to a grand army post of which I was a member. I hesitate to give it now. I close my eyes, and I can see my own native hills once more. I can see my hometown and its buildings, and the town hall. They are there, spread before me with increasing detail as the years fly by. I close my eyes, and I can see again our homecoming from the Civil War. With the crowds gathered and flags flying, the bands playing, I can see a platoon of soldiers who have returned from one term of service to re-enlist for another, to be received by the town authorities. Oh, well, do I remember the day. I was the captain of the company. Although in my teens I was marching at the head of that company and puffed out with ego, I am ashamed of the whole thing now. But what pride was mine, marching at the head of my troops? We marched into the town hall. They seated my soldiers in the middle of the hall, and the crowds came in on the right and on the left. Then the town officers filed in and took their position in a half circle. The good old mayor of the town sat there, in his dignity, with his powerful spectacles. He had never held office in his life before. He had never held office and had never made a speech before. When he had taken his place, he saw me on the front seat, and he invited me up on the platform with the selectmen. Invited me. Up on the stand with the town officers. Why, no town officer ever took any notice of me before I went to war. Now I am invited to stand on the stand with the selectmen. I sat down, let my sword fall to the floor, and waited to be received. Napoleon the Fifth. When the select men and their mayor had taken seats, the mayor waited a while, and then came forward to the table. And that speech! He had written out his speech, and had learned it by heart, but he brought his manuscript with him very wisely, and spread it on the table. Fellow citizens, he said, we are, we are very happy. We are very happy to welcome back to their native town these soldiers, who have fought and bled and are back again in their native town. We are especially pleased to see with us tonight this young hero, whom we have seen leading his troops on to the deadly breach. We have seen his shining, shining sword, flashing in the sunlight as he shouted to his troops, Come on! Oh dear, dear, dear. He was a good old man, but how little he knew about war. If he had known anything about war at all... He ought to have known that it is next to a crime for an officer of infantry in time of danger to ever go ahead of his men. I, with my shining sword flashing in the sunlight, and calling to my troops, Come on! I never did it. Never once did it. Do you suppose I would go in front of my men to be shot in front by the enemy, and in the back by my own men? The place for an officer in time of danger is behind the private soldier. It is the private soldier who faces the enemy. Often, as a staff officer, I have ridden down the line before the battle, and as I rode, I have given the general's order, shouting, Officers to the rear! And then every officer goes behind the line of private soldiers, and the higher the officers rank, the further behind he goes. It is the place for him, for if your officers and your generals were killed, where would the plan of the battle be? How ashamed I was of the whole affair! Some of those men had carried that boy across the Carolina rivers. Some of them had given him their last draft of coffee. One of them had leaped in front of him and had his cheekbone shot away. He had leaped in front of the boy to save his life. Some were not there at all, and the tears that flowed from the eyes of the widows and orphans showed that they had gone, never to return But in the good man's speech he scarcely noticed those who had bled and died. The hero of the hour was that boy. I do not know now where many of my comrades sleep. They went down to death. Sometimes in my dreams I call, Answer me, ye sighing pines of the wilderness! Answer me, ye shining sands of the seashore! Answer me, ye crags and rocks of the continent! Where sleep my dead? but to my call, no answer comes. I know not where many of these men now rest, but I do know this, they were brave and genuine. They went down fighting for a cause we believed to be right. Yet the hero of the hour was this boy. He was an officer, they were only private soldiers. I learned a lesson that day I will never forget, that greatness consists not in office or position, Greatness consists in doing great deeds with little means, in the accomplishment of vast purposes. It consists in the private ranks of life, in helping one's fellows, benefiting one's neighborhood, and in blessing one's own city and state.